Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I'll be walking you through our preview show of the absolutely enormous Euros matchup between Germany and England. This one is going to be fantastic. I think what we've seen with the excitement surrounding many of the games over the last couple of days with the Euros, this Germany-England match should hopefully live up to the ample hype that it is getting. Uh, these are two very, very good teams, two very talented teams, uh, two very experienced teams. And uh, to see them both uh, knocking heads here in the round of 16 is quite something. And I think we're in for a treat. It'll just be a matter of whether either team can perform up to their capabilities. And as we know, in watching both of these teams over the years, uh, both are prone to great performances at times and also prone to some letdowns. So uh, let's hope for the best, hope we get a good one. But uh, it's really interesting coming into this with Germany. Uh, they really went through uh, some things there in the group stage. Uh, you know, they played France tough, then they smoked Portugal. Then they just really scuffled against Hungary until Leon Goretzka bailed them out very late in the game. Uh, which, of course, kept them alive to get to this point and earn this trip to Wembley Stadium. Uh, it's just, it's kind of fascinating to see how this has all played out. And to give you a little bit of the uh, behind-the-scenes action uh, with uh, Bavarian Football Works, this is something that Marcus Iredal has been touting, I don't know, probably for over a year now. As you know, Marcus is the biggest Yogi Love fan on the site. And uh, he has probably been the only one defending Yogi through all this. And uh, throughout this, uh, Marcus has kind of had this real, uh, uh, I don't know, cocksure attitude about how uh, Germany was going to win Euros. Uh, and guess what? Uh, they're in a pretty good position based on some of the results that we've seen. So uh, obviously this England match is huge for both sides. But I think Germany, after all they've been through... Uh, is going to really uh, <laughs> ramp things up and be ready for this, even though their group stage probably didn't. In uh, really, it shouldn't have really instilled much confidence. I think it did. The fact that they got out of it uh, and they're feeling good about how they've been playing, I think it's going to play a huge role in this game. But let's take a quick look at the injuries for Germany, and uh, obviously, Lucas Klosterman is um, he's out, and that probably wouldn't have affected things anyway, uh, except for the fact that Robin Guzzins has a has an illness. Uh, they have said he has flu-like symptoms. Uh, it's been called an infection, and that has put his status uh, for the game in doubt. And why that's important is because with the 3-4-3 formation, Guzzins is obviously the best of the lot, uh, working as the left wing back. And without him, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Yogi Love plays this. Will he drop into a back four where he can use Marcus Halstenberg pretty seamlessly? Will he rule out Christian Gunter? Uh, these are possibilities. Uh, and it's also possible that Gozens is okay by tomorrow. Although uh, with this kind of illness, even if he does play, his stamina could take a big hit. So... I think it'll be interesting. It's a very interesting decision to see what Yogi Love does here. Uh, Guzzins, for as, as good as he was against Portugal, uh, was not as impactful against Hungary. Uh, he's kind of mer mercurial in a lot of ways. He either looks dynamic and speedy and flashy, 
or he uh, doesn't really get that involved. So uh, hopefully if he does play, he's well enough to, to go out and show his speed and dyna- dynamicism and, uh, and, and really go out and make an impact. And, and you know that's what Germany needs from him. But like I said, if he doesn't play, what Yogi does here will be just, it'll be fascinating because we have seen him uh, toy around and change things in weird spots. And after really committing to that 3-4-3, it would kind of be funny to see him walk it back and play a 4-2-3-1. So, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure we'll have word leak uh, with the lineup probably early tomorrow. But, uh, you know, how that all plays out will really determine a lot of things. And I'm sure that the team knows already what's going to happen. And the players have already started to make mental adjustments. But, um, you know, a lot of people have been calling for a back four to return. And if it took Robin Gussens getting sick for that to happen, I think some people might be happy about it. Uh, A couple of other key injuries for Germany that uh, could impact things. Antonio Rudiger uh, has been banged up. And I haven't seen any reports stating exactly what the problem was, just that he did not train uh so whether that's an illness or whether it's an injury i'm sure if they held him out it was all for precautionary reasons we haven't seen anything serious reported about him so i would anticipate he'll be ready the other one is ilkai gunduan who has a head who has a head injury and that could be a little more problematic although it is in some ways good timing for yogi love because if Gundogan is even slightly injured uh, or banged up or whatever. It gives Yogi just the push he needs to put Leon Goretzka in the lineup seamlessly without having to hurt Gundogan's feelings, which in a crazy way, it just seems like that's what this is all about. I think it's really obvious that Goretzka is by far the better player at this point. And it's again, I've said this a million times, it's not a knock on Gundogan. Goretzka just physically is superior and can do so many more things. And at this point, he's more of the player that Germany needs to be successful. Without Goretzka in the lineup, there is no attacking threat from the midfield. Uh, Goretzka, whether it's in the air or with his shot or just finding space and making runs, he is way more impactful and he can find ways to help Germany win than I think Gundogan is capable of at this point. And, uh, you know, to me, it's an easy call. I've been a big advocate for Leon Goretzka for years now, and I think that you know, once he got the opportunity to really show himself, he has done a fantastic job of becoming the midfielder many people thought he could be, including myself. So I'm excited to see him in the lineup from the beginning. I hope that is the way it plays out. But if we had to look at a lineup and we had to guess, uh, it's a little tough to see uh, exactly how things are going to play out, even through the cloudy visions in my head. So. I'm going to just make a grand assumption here that we're going to stick with the 3-4-3 and that Rudiger and Guzzins are both going to be able to go out and play. So the the changes to the lineup will really not be, uh, I don't think, major. I think across the front line, we're going to see Thomas Muller step back in for Leroy Sané. Sané obviously has not played well. Muller has been a big catalyst for a lot of things with Germany, not just offensively. But up and down the field, and especially as a leader, I mean, we have seen Kai Havertz, Robin Gozens, uh, and many other players so far just talk about what players like Thomas Muller and Matt Hummels have brought to the team. And these are things that were clearly missing over the past couple of years when they were not invited. So uh, Havertz has no doubt earned his way to be a starter. He has performed admirably, and even when he hasn't been at his best, he's producing 
which is more than most other German players are doing right now. Serge Gnabry gets the nod, most likely. I don't think Yogi Love has a lot of confidence in Timo Werner at this point. Don't think he's quite ready to put Jamal Musiala into this mix at Wembley Stadium. Uh, playing against England, who, of course, Musiala spurned to play for Germany. I just don't think on this stage, as much as I think Musiala could handle it, I don't think Yogi Love is quite ready to pull the trigger on that. So Gnabry over Sané and Werner, uh, that'll be a, a decent front line to start this. But if either Havertz or Gnabry start to struggle and they fall into those ruts, which both players are capable of, I think Yogi Love has to be uh, pretty quick with his trigger to make a change. And just because Sané has struggled throughout this tournament doesn't mean he can't uh, come in and change the game. Uh, same with Werner. Uh, Werner is very up and down. And as much, again, as Yogi Love seems to not have confidence in him right now, he is the type of player who can come in and change things. So uh, without a doubt, I think we'll see Musiala at some point. I do think Yogi Love likes the theatrical part of this where uh, Musiala will get to come in and play. I just don't think it will be uh, early in the match or as a starter. As far as the midfield goes, those four across, obviously, we're going to go with Yashua Kimmich at the right wing back position because basically he's the only one that can man that spot right now. Uh, I'm going to go with Guzzins at the left wing back just because I think he is going to play. If we don't see Guzzins, I, I honestly think it's going to be Christian Gunter. I don't think it's going to be Halstenberg. The only way I think we see Halstenberg is if it's a back four, which again is completely possible. Um, but I'll go with Guzzins for now. Uh, we'll assume that he's going to be healthy enough to play. I just think they're looking to get 60 minutes out of him, and if they can do that, uh, they'll be happy and then change things up. Uh, on the central uh, part of the midfield, I think we'll see Leon Goretzka and Tony Kroos. Uh, Goretzka, I think this game was tailor-made for him. He's going to come in and have to assert himself physically and be a target offensively. Uh, I think this is just his game, and I think he will be ready for it. Tony Kroos, as much as... A lot of people like to knock him and uh, his attitude. Uh, he's been pretty good, I think. I mean, listen, he hasn't been great. He's he's an older player now, but he's been smart enough, and he by by far has not been their worst midfielder. Um, I know that's not saying a lot, but I think he's been pretty good so far. And honestly, I like what I've seen from him. I'm pretty confident that he'll bring his A game to the table. Across the back line, uh, again, we'll go with Rudiger playing. I don't think... Uh, whatever is ailing him is going to keep him out. Matt Hummels, of course, has had some down moments, but has brought way more to the table than I think anyone thought he would. And Matthias Ginter will probably be that other center back. Again, I would go with Nicholas Sula, but I don't think Yogi Love is going to pull the trigger right now. He seems to be really intent on playing Matthias Ginter. Um, and for good reason, Ginter's been decent. He hasn't been bad. Uh, he's had some, again, like like every other center back on this team, he's had some down moments. But um, I don't think he has performed poorly enough to warrant Yogi Love thinking about using Sula, which, again, you know, this is why Yogi has paid the big bucks, and I'm talking to you guys. Uh, so I, I don't think we'll see Sula. And, of course, at goalkeeper, we will see Manuel Neuer. There is no doubt about that. As far as how this game goes, uh, again, I think... I think Germany has to do its best, although England is not going to be the most dangerous counterattacking team. I think they could be in the right instance, and Germany is always going to have to be aware of that. 
Uh, for whatever reason, whether it's Bayern Munich or Germany, it seems like the back line is always susceptible to a quick counterattack. And even with Harry Kane struggling with England, uh, I think that Germany is also going to have to account for him. So this is a difficult matchup, but it's one that I think is very winnable for Germany. Offensively, I think what Germany needs to do is play fast. Uh, when they play fast, they create chaos. And they were very effective at doing that at times throughout the first three games of this tournament. When they slow it down and they play methodically, they are obviously less dangerous. And I don't think any defenses are threatened by them because, quite frankly, uh, it looks like at times they don't know how to operate slowly. Uh, there's a lot of stagnant play, a lot of poor passing. But when things, when the speed seems to get higher and things seem to get faster, Germany has really responded to that. Uh, and I think that's how they need to play. Play with more urgency. Force things at times. Don't just, uh, you know, basically run down the clock, which at times it seems like they're doing. Uh, and I think that that's what causes so much, the lack of movement in their offense. I think that that and then when you're not moving, the passes become harder. And then obviously you're creating less threats. And it's a big reason why when Leon Gretzka came in against Hungary, they looked like a completely different team because you had this dive-bombing central midfielder coming in and making runs and scaring the defense. Without him in the lineup, there was absolutely nothing scary about Germany. And, of course, you have to remember at the time, you know, Thomas Muller entered the game, Jamal Musiala came into the game, Timo Werner, Kevin Volland, all these players had come in after not starting and were far more impactful than the actual starting players. So... Um, I'm hoping that that kind of effect Goretzka can bring to the table again and open things up for Germany's offense. I am going to call for a 2-1 Germany victory. It's going to be hard fought. Nothing about this tournament will be easy for Germany, including this match. But in a weird way, uh, when all of this started and I was looking at predicting things, I had thought Germany had no chance. Now all of a sudden, it's that little, little bit of hope has started to sprinkle in on me and, and make me optimistic. And maybe I'm buying into this and I'll probably <laughs> be let down as I know I need no name would tell me. I, I'm really setting myself up to be let down on this. Uh, but I'm starting to be optimistic in the way things are breaking. France is eliminated, uh, which is, you know, basically a huge hurdle for Germany. Every, every other team that's left in here, including Belgium, I think has enough flaws that Germany could potentially exploit. So I'm not going to uh, jump ahead of myself and start thinking about things after England, but I do think Germany wins the match. I think they'll win 2-1, and then I think they'll be primely set up to do what Marcus Iredell was probably the only person uh, in the world who thought would happen, and that's uh, potentially win the Euros, which if that happens, I have already pledged I'm going to have to write a post Basically, uh, proclaiming Marcus the greatest footballing mind uh, in the world, and uh, I'm going to have to eat a lot of crow. So I won't be the only one, but I'll probably be the only one that does it publicly. <laughs> so um, I'm looking forward to actually doing that if it happens, because uh, that would mean Germany makes it all the way through. So thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Let's really enjoy the game. This should be a fun one. You don't get to see Germany and England go head to head like this in such you know with such high stakes that often. So. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I hope you guys uh, are able to enjoy it in the middle of the workday, at least for you Americans out there. 
for you Europeans and people in other places in the world, uh, some of you will have to stay up very late for this. So it's definitely worth your time to do that. Uh, enjoy the match and uh, let's see a German victory on the other side.